Everybody get your tickets ready and stand behind the yellow line. The locomotive leaves the station in 20 minutes. Lock Miss Day 5, Ken Barkley's entire college football card for the weekend. Again, 20 minutes from now to kick off hour number three, the locomotive will leave the station. Brad Evans still to come. Colin Wilson still to come. Power hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight and all our bets uh, and thoughts and injury information coming up for week nine NFL Sunday. Again, the power hour, final hour of the show. But for now, let's get some soccer bets coming up for this weekend and absolutely love it. And we do that with our friend Anthony DeBundo every Friday on a phenomenal football Friday. Anthony, one of the co-hosts of the Wonder Goal podcast. Um, Anthony comes on with us every week and supports us. Support him and check out his soccer betting podcast called Wonder Goal and all his written work lives at the Action Network, actionnetwork.com, and his Twitter account is his name, a good paisan, Anthony DeBundo. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? Yeah, we're finally seeing the market start to react to United being terrible, uh, and it's been the reality all season. They came into the year priced as a top three or four team. Uh, then the market kind of gave them a little bit of a downgrade to like fifth, sixth, and that's where they've kind of been sitting for most of the last two months. They have not played anywhere near that. I mean, they're in danger now of going out of their Champions League group. I bet against them uh, Tuesday in the Champions League, they're going to play Copenhagen. They got outplayed at home. Now they're laying a half goal on the road. I, I do like Copenhagen there. And the market steamed against them hard in this match against Fulham on Saturday. They were as high as minus 110, 115. Uh, they get pounded in the derby. The market took a ton of money on City late there. Uh, and, you know, the situation doesn't look any better. Casemiro gets hurt. Uh, they're they're kind of rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic right now because it's not just the manager. It's the injuries. It's the players they spent a lot of money on not being as good as we thought. It's everything kind of coming together and forming what is a very average team. And so I think there's still more room for United to fall, and I'm certainly not looking to buy them at any point yet. Uh, I thought there might have been a, a moment where things were coming together, but if you look at their overall results and performances, they haven't had one game all season where you'd point and say, yes, that was a vintage United performance even close to what we saw last year. So clear regression across the board and, and don't really see a ton of optimism coming, even if they beat Fulham, which, I mean, Fulham's not great, but uh, I don't really think beating up on on the lower teams in the league, barely, which is what they kind of did before last week, is going to change much. Yeah, and I think even like casual soccer fans and honestly, like people who watch like the David Beckham documentary, which was awesome, that, that was on Netflix, like I probably yeah. think like Manchester United is still like this great team. And yes, ever since Sir Alex left, it kind of kind of hasn't, has not been the same. Uh, all right, let's get some bets coming up for this weekend in the Premier League. We'll get to Der Klassiker in the Bundesliga as we move along. Uh, what do you have for us here, Anthony, with Newcastle and Arsenal? Like a really good game in the Premier League. Two top six teams. Arsenal second in the table right now behind only your Tottenham Hotspur. What about Newcastle and Arsenal? Yeah, so if you just go by expected points, which is a metric based off of expected goals and results in games, how many points should you have based on your performances? Newcastle is actually first in the league in expected points, above City, above Arsenal, above Spurs. They have played really, really well. They are dealing with some injuries here. Alexander Isak is going to miss this match. Uh, so that is a little bit of a concern. But when you think about this match tactically, I've, I've talked about Arsenal's attack on this show a little bit uh, a couple times here. You know, they played Chelsea and, and they played City. Their attack from open play this year is 10th in non-penalty expected goals. That's league average. It's not been a great attack. And now Gabriel Jesus is out again with an injury. Now, Eddie Nketiah did get a hat trick last weekend against uh, bottom feeder Sheffield United. But overall, their attack just isn't quite as fluid with him, and they're not able to get a ton going through the middle. Martin Odegaard's been the one player for me. He had an incredible breakout year last year. Has not quite been the same this year. And so with that and with how Newcastle is so good playing without the ball, playing off the ball in transition and then attacking into space, I think it's a great matchup for Newcastle. Also, the number, I don't really think uh, these two teams are all that different on a neutral. I have Arsenal slightly better. 
based on some priors. You throw in home field, Newcastle should be favored for me. So I'm taking the Magpies at home as a pick em. They've created over three expected goals per match at home this year, which is ridiculous and probably not sustainable, but still shows you how good they've been at home with their press. They're very physical, uh, and they they get up under you and, and turn you over high and create transition off of that. So I think the Magpies are, are, are a good bet here. should be a good match. 1.30, we get an extra week or an extra hour because the clocks have gone back in England. They have not gone back in the United States yet. So Saturday morning, the uh, kickoffs are all an hour later than normal. Yet another awesome thing about daylight savings. Let's have it be different in every country. That sounds like a really good idea. Can't can't wait for Saturday night when my kids wake up at five in the morning. The next morning, it's going to be awesome. Uh, Spurs, Anthony, we talked about them uh, last week or two weeks ago. Sort of like the surprise atop the Premier League, like the the futures markets. We talked about the Premier League. They play Chelsea, who I think has been just looking looking at the table, pretty underperforming, disappointing so far this year. Uh, what do we like in this match? Well, it's a you better you bet derby. Right, uh, me versus Costos this weekend. What are the stakes? Uh, look, the the market isn't re- putting a ton of respect on Spurs here, and I thought we were going to get like you know Spurs are top of the table. You know, we talk about you know selling high and, and, and betting a lot, and you'll say, oh, you know, this team has gotten inflated off of some fortunate results, but like Tottenham isn't getting that love. They're 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 a you know a favorite at the number you'd expect Tottenham to be if the market viewed Tottenham and Chelsea as even teams, and if you just pulled up. To any fan, any pundit, and said, who's had a better season this year, Tottenham or Chelsea, everybody would tell you, obviously, that it's been Spurs. But the market just eh. isn't really respecting it. So I can't, I, can't just fade, I can't just fade Spurs just because I think they are you know, have had a good run here. The market's saying that they're not that good, and I, I agree. I'm kind of in line with the market here. From a tactical perspective, this is fascinating. Chelsea have been so good at, at creating high turnovers and pressing. And Spurs, you know, if they have a weakness, they do commit a lot of numbers forward. But again, like, do you trust Chelsea with these this crop of attackers to take advantage of the chances they're going to create when you know, you know, Tottenham have Son and Madison at the other end who are traditionally elite finishers? So I think as a whole, these teams are about even at the margins. Spurs are probably a little better, but you know, with the number being the way it is, it's a pass for me. But I'm excited for it. Monday night football uh, under the lights in North London. Also, Pochettino's return to Spurs. Like, this is going to be a really fun emotional experience uh, for for me on Monday night. Let me tell you something about uh, my guy Anthony knows a lot more about better soccer handicapper than me. Hashtag overthinking this one. Tottenham's definitely beating Chelsea. Like, I'll tell you, I'm a Chelsea fan. Tottenham's going to win this at a short price. Tottenham will win this game coming up here. Uh, I, I would encourage you, Anthony, for whatever it's worth, to bet your favorite team. And that's I'll not a jinx attempt. That's actually what I think is going to happen coming up in this game. And Pochettino back to, and like, I took, took Tottenham to a Champions League final, lost to Liverpool. I bet them in that game. That was unfortunate. But that was the semifinal okay. round against Ajax was special. Uh, you better, you better here with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Getting soccer bets for the weekend with our pal. Anthony DeBundo from the Wonder Goal podcast on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. Anthony, we're going to go into lightning round here because we've got three more games to hit and we only have about four minutes to do it. So give these to us here in about 45 to 60 seconds if you'd be so kind. Let's go to Brentford and West Ham this weekend in the Prem. Real quick, the Tottenham 2019 run is like the Vince McMahon for meme for me. We don't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> we can't talk about it. Uh, I like Brentford here. Brentford uh, plus 100, 105 is out there. Uh, they've taken money. They were plus 120 at the opener. Paqueta, Lucas Paqueta and Edson Alvarez both suspended for West Ham. Uh, faded West Ham last week on this show. We're going to do it again this week. I think the Hammers are just generally overvalued in the market. One of the biggest keys in this game, Brentford is still elite on set-piece offense. Top five offensively every year. It's where they get up and make up the margins. West Ham, very quietly, has been a bad set-piece defense despite their size. Their, their center backs have kind of gotten exposed this year as well. So I think the Hammers are overvalued. Bees, make them around minus 120. I like them at even money to win uh, at home. 
Anthony, in about a minute here, uh, Nottingham Forest, which is like one of my favorite names for an EPL team, Aston Villa. What do we like here? Aston Villa is probably the most unique profile of the entire season. At home this year, 60% of the ball, playing like a traditional top team, uh, pressing, possessing, doing everything you'd like to see from what could be a top four contender. But away Villa, and some of their performances have been really inconsistent. They don't press. They they sit off a little more. And given their defensive limitations and how they play with a really high line, it really is dangerous. And they've been walking this tightrope defensively where they're conceding a ton of big chances but getting away with it. I don't know how long that's going to last. I think they're a vulnerable, vulnerable favorite here. I like Forrest plus a half. They get Taiwo back in the lineup. Iwani, I think. They've been kind of cagey about his usage, but he's a perfect uh, antidote to go after what is a overrated Villa defense. So I like the, the trees, the tricky trees, plus a half, uh, and then maybe a little money line sprinkle as well. The tricky the tricky trees. I feel like my friends and they're I maybe have like referred to. So, yeah, yeah. That's the, awesome. The forest. The forest, yeah, but man. So it doesn't have to make sense. It's like, oh yeah, like, 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 what, like, what do we call like the Houston Texans? Oh, like, you know, the trees. Yeah, coming up right. on Sunday. Right, like uh, what do you call Nottingham Forest? You know, the waves. What? <laughs> <laughs> the fire, fire the cannons. Um, all right, we got about a minute left here for Where in the World is Anthony DeBunda? Oh, tell me. Uh, this week is in Germany. We'll spoil it for everybody. Because we have Der Klassiker coming up in the Bundesliga with Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund. Uh, don't look now, but Bayern Munich currently not atop the table in the Bundesliga. That would be Bayern Leverkusen atop the table. Dortmund in fourth. Uh, Bayern Munich in uh, in second right now. Anthony, what do you have for us here in Der Klassiker? We have about 60 seconds for the answer. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw this week, but one of the biggest upsets you'll ever see in big-time soccer. Bayern was minus 1,600 on the money line against third-tier Saarbrücken, say that three times, and they lost. And they started seven of their 11 starters. And it gets into this point that I've been kind of, I mentioned this on the Champions League thing we did. Like, Bayern is priced as the second-best team in Europe. And they have not been that for enough of the season now that I'm starting to wonder, like, what this team even is. If you look at some of their Bundesliga numbers, yeah, they're great. First in some of the big categories, they scored eight last weekend once the other team went down to nine men. Don't recommend that against Bayern. But this Bayern attack... Like they're still putting up good numbers, but the transition defense has been worse. The their best midfielder Kimmich is out for this game. I think there's some real question marks, and I think going against Bayern and, and a few a bunch of times for the next month or so until the market knocks them down is going to be profitable. So I like Dortmund plus a half here. I think they're live. They never win this game. They've they've zero wins their last ten, but maybe they'll they'll pull it out for me. I think Bayern's overrated. Anthony, great stuff, man. As always, a bunch of bets coming up in England this weekend. Even a Champions League thought for next week with Manchester United and a bet for De Classica. I just love saying that, De Classica, with uh, Dortmund and Bayern Munich. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. We want everyone to support Anthony's various endeavors, the Wonder Goal podcast, a great soccer betting podcast, and his written work over at the Action Network, and give him a follow on Twitter, at Anthony DeBundo. My friends, have a great weekend. Wishing you the best of luck with the bets. I tail all your stuff. Uh... I'll be rooting for Chelsea, but I think Tottenham's going to slam them coming up on Monday. And uh, we will talk to you soon here on the show. Thank you, guys. An abbreviated goodbye from our friend yeah. Anthony there. All right, peace. They really call we'll it Der Klassiker? That's what they call it? Because it's like El Clasico like, in German? It's like El Clasico, yeah. but it's in German. It's Der yeah. Klassiker. Like, yeah, it's really good. Like, they really call it that, though? I I don't know, man. You know, okay. that's what they're going to call Chiefs Dolphins so. on Sunday. That'll right. be Jacosico. Iowa State. Iowa State. Uh, yeah. the, the, right. the locomotive leaves the station coming up in moments. Ken's entire card for college football. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.